Hello, everyone. My name is Renan Mar. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to One with the Force. My Friday show presented by Page Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. Well, folks, Ahsoka just ended the other day. And it really is an extraordinary show. Um, I apologize that I am a little bit behind on reviews because I actually went to Thanax, formerly known as Salt Lake Comic Con, and I was there a week ago. Um, but I made sure I watched all the Ahsoka episodes when they came out. And that was a really fun experience. And there are pictures on my Twitter page, which is Brennan Mystical. That's where you can find me. Yes, I still call it Twitter. Um, but if you like this episode, please subscribe to this podcast. And please go to YouTube under Patreon as they were not. And follow me there. And follow Page Turners They Were Not on Twitter at Page Turners underscore pod. Yes, please do that for me. So there's a lot we could talk about with Ahsoka. But today I wanted to talk about how it connects to Lord of the Rings. And there's some pretty overt connections here. Now, I must give credit to where credit is due to Alex Damon and Star Wars Explained and several other friends of mine, such as Becca Benjamin and Mark E. Suter, for pointing out some of these connections. Um, so, uh, Let's start with maybe one of the more obvious ones, which is the visual style of the Great Mother's Citadel is very much like something straight out of Lord of the Rings. Uh, the way that that name um, tower stands up uh, uh, surrounded by these rings of like a city is very much uh, like Minas Tirith um, which is the big uh, the main like human city in the Lord of the Rings and Return of the King um, and it has very much a uh, that design um, that one definitely stands out visually as being the most um, visually most like Lord of the Rings. Um, then, of course, we have to talk about the Noti, which are the little people, the little aliens that Sabine meets. Uh, if you look at their clothing, it's very much like Hobbit clothing. 
they're wearing like waistcoats and and little jackets and just the design is very hobbit very much like the hobbits in terms of their clothing when the noti lie down with their backs you know they got those weird kind of shell on their backs when they hide under the shell they look like when sam and frodo were hiding under frodo's elven cloak in uh, the two towers um they were hiding from the easterlings um and looking like a rock and that's what the noti looked like so yeah the little shells on their backs looked like Frodo and Sam disguising themselves as a rock under the magical elven cloaks that they were they received in Lothlorien. Um, obviously, Sabine, Balin, Shin, and others riding on those wolf-like creatures, uh, which I forget the names of those beings. Let me let me look at what the wolves are called, but. It very much was like, um, you know, orcs riding on uh, wargs, you know, those big wolf creatures um, in the two towers. Um, so we get that. The, the It's not necessarily a uh, connection, but the 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 visual design of Peridium feels very uh, mortal very middle earth very um you know wandering over the great desolate places of middle earth and that definitely is a connection i noticed now now when balen and Balin Skull is standing at the end of the episode, the last episode, looking off into the distance. That is like Frodo and Sam looking off into Mortal. Um, you know, looking off at Mount Doom. In his case, he's looking at some strange mountain that I'm not sure what it is. Oh, by the way, the wolf creatures are called Howlers. Go figure. Um, and also, this is a big one. Balin is standing on gigantic statues carved into the rock. Now, I could go into a whole episode about why these statues are significant. It's the father and the son and the ruins of the daughter from the Mortis story in the Clone Wars, but I won't go into that right now. The visual look of the statue is very much like the Argonath in the Fellowship of the Ring. For those who don't know, the Argonath are those two giant statues of ancient kings of Gondor that the fellowship passes by 
on their way down the Anduin River. Uh, in the movie, the statues are uh, Ellendale and Isildur. I think in the book, it's Isildur and his brother. Well, I believe his name's Anurion, I think. Anyhow, the, the statues that Dalen's standing on very much like something out of Middle Earth. And so there's probably a lot more that we could go into um, as far as um, some interesting visual connections. But there's a big one, and, and I'd like to give credit to my good friend, Captain Hopper, who asked this question, which is, what do I think of the connection between Ahsoka and Gandalf? Uh, well, first on a visual level, at the beginning of the series, Ahsoka is wearing gray robes. After she falls into the water on Sitos and meets Anakin in um, in that, I don't know, I don't know if that's the world between worlds, but that other realm, that other realm. When she comes back, she wears white. Gandalf the Grey, Gandalf the White. Ahsoka the Grey, Ahsoka the White. So on a visual level, there's that. But what is that on a thematic level? How is it similar? Well, in The Lord of the Rings, Gandalf the Grey falls. You know, falls on the bridge of Khazad-dûm. After fighting the Balrog, Ahsoka falls after fighting Dalin. Gandalf, more or less, falls into water. After a long fall with the Balrog, Gandalf falls into water, Ahsoka falls into water. Gandalf dies, more or less, and travels to a another dimension. And I, I'm trying to remember his exact words. He said, um, darkness took me and I strayed out of Darkness took me, and I strayed out of. Oh gosh, what did he say? Can't remember the exact words, but he, he basically went through some, you know, in heaven or whatever. I don't know if it's heaven, but he kind of went through another dimension, and then came back as Gandalf the White. Because his task was not yet complete. And as he says, I've come back to you now at the turn of the tide. Gee, the tide. <laughs> Ahsoka, literally, in the water, in the tides. She's been sent back, in a way. Um, I think that the implication... Is that she died? Um, and Anakin 
was there and others were there to guide her and to be like, are you just going to give up like that? You know, she's basically in a position where everything that's ever happened to her in the stories that we've seen, that those, um, I won't spoil it, but the point is that if you haven't watched the animated series, please go do it. Point is, she went through some terrible stuff. She is in a state, almost like a fugue state. She's just living. She's not even living. She's, you know, she's gotten very stoic. She's gotten very, um, just almost like she just isn't there. She's just going on like dead man walking almost. She has no purpose. She has no rhyme or reason to exist. Obviously, she goes through this experience with Anakin in the world between worlds or whatever it is. And she changes. But regardless, going back to Gandalf. Uh, I think Gandalf says, darkness took me and I strayed out of thought and time. You know, and he goes to this other room and he says, um, stars wheeled overhead and every day was as long as a, a lifetime on the earth or whatever he says. Uh, and it's okay, same thing. She goes to another dimension. And he sent back. And he sent back differently than where she left off. Now, in the Lord of the Rings books, a guy here is one of the great eagles. One of the giant eagles picks up the resurrected Gandalf. Gandalf the White takes him to Lothlorien, where he's taking care of, he gets his white robes, and then he goes back. Ahsoka comes back and is carried by a pergil to Peridium. And as I said, she's wearing a white and her personality is different. She's more she's more um, loose in terms of being not so uptight. She's more energetic. She's got more personality. And also, she's more connected with Sadine. You know, it's not just a, you're my apprentice, it's like, you're my friend. You know, that changes, and arguably, Ahsoka the White is more powerful than Ahsoka the Great, you could argue. But yeah, she comes back, and now I don't know how far they're going to take this comparison with Gandalf. Because at the end of the Lord of the Rings, Gandalf the White gets on the ship and travels to uh, the Undying Lands. Travels to um, Valinor. Is what's going to happen to Ahsoka? At the end of her life, is she going to take a trip 
into the world between worlds and stay there. You know, or some other realm of existence. I don't know. At the moment, she's on Peridio, which is quite far away from Grand Admiral Front, but uh, there's probably a lot more connections between the two. Gandalf and Ahsoka, that they do go on similar journeys. You know, they, they, they die after a fall to an enemy. They learn some stuff. They come back as another higher being because, as Gandalf says, I've been sent back because my task is not yet complete. I don't know what Ahsoka's task is going to be, but she's been sent back for a reason, and she chose to live. It was about the choice that she made. I don't know if Gandalf was ever given a choice, but I imagine he was. And he's like, I'm not ready to go yet. It's not time. My job isn't done. So I don't know what Ahsoka's job is. Other than escaping Freddy and getting back to the galaxy. To help in the fight against Thrawn. Uh, but yeah, those are the connections I see between Ahsoka and Gandalf. Now, as far as what is Balin doing with that mountain in... In... On pretty, I have no idea. Um, I don't know if, if we're going to get more Lord of the Rings connections. Whatever, or whatever is there destroys Dalen. Just the way that Mount Doom destroyed Gollum. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to find out. So those were the Lord of the Rings connections that I found. I'm sure that George Lucas probably read The Lord of the Rings. And there's probably a lot more in the Star Wars universe as a whole. But as far as Ahsoka is concerned, those are the ones I saw. Now, if there is more that I'm missing, please, by all means, point that out to me. Those are the ones I saw. So thank you, Alex Damon. Captain Hopper, Beckham Benjamin, and Lucky Suter, and many others for pointing out a lot of these connections that I wouldn't have picked up on. The Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni is a sneaky little devil. So we'll see how far he takes these Lord of the Rings comparisons. And also, there used to be an ancient witch kingdom of the Daphneer. Lord of the Rings, there's the Witch King of Angmar, who is the leader of all the ring wraiths. So there's another connection. And of course, the witches. And their magic and things like that. So there's a lot there. So, you know, those are my thoughts. Thank you for tuning in to One with the Force. Presented by Page Turners, they are not my Star Wars podcast. My name is Brennan Marr. You can follow me on Twitter at Brennan Mystical. You can follow this podcast on YouTube at Page Turners, they were not. And wherever you get your podcasts. May the Force be with you.